Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk Introducing for your listening pleasure. Here we go, the High Fives Podcast, episode 78. We're back. We're better than ever. Some of us. You f- yeah, I'm feeling feeling better. You feeling better? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all cured up, I think, in yourself. Done with COVID. Done, <laughs> done with COVID for now. Summer of fun for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a blast. Yeah. So uh, moving on, moving on from, from feeling sick. Uh, a little disappointed it it took yanked an episode from us. Yeah, sorry but, everyone. I don't know if anyone really cares, but I no, care. No one cares. But uh, I'm glad you're feeling better, though. That's what really matters is that you're feeling better. Thanks, Mike. That's very kind of you. I very much enjoyed the uh, the gift basket you sent too. Oof, that wasn't me. Oh, really? Must have been another mic. <laughs> this is really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Turned awkward quick. Fuck! Uh, I should have lied. <laughs> Top top five. What are we doing this time, Mike? Episode seventy eight. Top five Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. This is I, your topic. Don't don't look at me. Well, I left it simple. I, I I like that you you often come up with your own name as we enter enter the episode too. Yeah, I, I got I got nothing. I didn't think of a name. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, stash. it's Easter this month. <laughs> Secret stash. That's good. I like yeah. that. Um, I think. I feel like this is one we've we've talked about a couple of times. It's been like, hey, do you got an idea for an episode? And I've thrown this one out there and it was met with like, meh, a couple of times. And then this time, I think, I, I don't know, I caught you on the right day and you went, yeah. I think, is that how it happened? I felt like I was like, I don't know what's going on. And you're like, this is easy. And I was like, I don't think it's easy. What's an Easter egg? And then we debated what an Easter egg would be. Well, I feel like we should we should tell the people what an Easter egg is. So an Easter egg, as as I understand it, is like a, a hidden message or a clue or a song within a song or something, you know, hidden within an album. Any of those things would, I, I feel a like- A nod to something? Yeah. Like, I feel like a sound clip could, you could argue that's an Easter egg if you wanted to. Ah, I didn't even think about that one. That would have made this much easier. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on. I didn't tell you because I wanted you to- I wanted work. you to really dig in. Yeah, okay. I wanted you to show up, Mike. Nate, you know I'm lazy. I didn't want you to take the easy way out. It's in my blood to take the easy way out. <laughs> so that's an Easter egg. Um, so I feel like now that we've put that out there and we've introduced the song clip as even being, hey, use that if you want, um, maybe we'll get some lists. Because initially I was thinking, maybe this one's going to be one of those listless episodes. 
I was looking at some Easter eggs, Mike. I was looking at the Easter eggs that the internet served up to me. And there were a couple that kind of jumped out. Let me share them with you. Like music um, ones? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Music. No, like, yeah, like music ones. Like this isn't my list. The, oh, these okay. are just things that I, I, I found interesting. Oh, okay. The Eagles didn't make my list, believe it or not. But they are worth talking about because uh, one of my favorites uh, was Hotel California by the Eagles. Um, apparently, the lyrics, there were voices down the corridor, thought I heard them say, welcome to the Hotel California, played backwards, can be heard as, yeah, Satan, he organized, oh, he organized his own religion. <laughs> Did you know that? I didn't. I, I don't believe it because who knew the Eagles put that much effort into their lyrics? Number one. <laughs> you thought they just took it easy? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Um, I used to love when I was a kid, I was obsessed with like the satanic panic stuff. Like, yeah, I was. I just bet. A, yeah, it's obviously you seem like that kind of guy. I still sort of like I love satanic panic talk and all this thing, but. I would try to play so much of that stuff backwards and I could never figure it out or like listen to the, like the hidden words and I'd be like, I don't hear it. You like, really have to want to hear it. Yeah, I, I think, think you have to want to hear it. <laughs> one other one that caught my eye was, um, and again, didn't make my list, but the Beatles, Strawberry Fields, um, there is allegedly a creepy voice um, during the outro that says the words, Paul is dead. Yeah, that's the big thing. Did man. you know that? Yeah, that's a huge Which, controversy. But, but that, that, just that, that's it. Just, yeah, just that led to a theory that Paul McCartney was killed in a car crash in 1966 and replaced with a double. Like I've, I've heard. You never that, heard that? I've heard oh. about the car crash idea uh -huh. and that he was replaced with a double, but I didn't know that it was directed to those three words in oh, Strawberry Fields. Oh yeah, it's a whole Fields. big thing. And that's like ridiculous. Isn't that like the whole Apollo is the walrus stuff? And like, he's not really on Abbey Road. <laughs> like Ridiculous. Just oh. ridiculous. It's almost like the Avril Lavigne death thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then she came out with a new album. She's saving punk rock, apparently. Her and, her and Travis. <laughs> Thank God. It's, it needs saving. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious now. Um, my choices are are much closer to the surface than uh, than the deep dives I just told you about. But I feel like you might have gone full conspiracy with uh, with this list. Is, no. is that the road you went down? No, I didn't. I should have, I guess. But I would have just been like, it just would have been a lot of weird metal stuff, like Judas Priest and like stuff like that. There's yeah. a lot of backwards messages in that stuff that'll send you to the beast, man. Fortunately, not a lot of backwards messages in in punk rock. We were more into the secret track, like waiting. Yeah. For, which doesn't work in the digital era. <laughs> no, it's. It, <laughs> that may be the worst thing about the digital era is you can never get a secret track anymore. You can look at it and you'll be like, there's like a 40 minute song at the end. Oh, I can just fast forward this. <laughs> yeah. It's completely lost and forgotten, the secret track. Yeah. It's sad. I saw um, it might have been like it was on Mixcloud or something like that, but it was like. It listed the hidden track and then gave it a name and it was isolated. So it wasn't even like within <laughs> the song. Like you're why do that? Don't do that. Don't do that. You even took out the laziness of fast forwarding and skipping. Yeah. Just been like, yeah. just, just go to it.
Let me tell you what I've been listening to, Mike, because I can see it in your eye. You're you're curious. You're wondering. You're waiting for me to get there. So I'm just gonna do it. It's all a lie. I don't really care what you're listening to. I'm just gonna pretend oh. like no, no. I, I I'm just kidding. This is the part where I've, you take a nap. I've, this is the solo that I do, <laughs> and you leave the stage and go do drugs. Well. <laughs> You're going to get me arrested at the border. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening. They're yeah. always listening. That's what I hear. Another banger of a month. Oh, really? It's, it's been pretty hardcore this last little while. Hardcore. Uh, my first one is a band called Lightweight. Uh, the EP is called This One's On Me. Uh, grab my attention straight away. Uh, it's got those Iron Chic vibes those like sing-along songs with some great breakdowns. Um, I think they've had one or two releases before this, but this is definitely uh, the standout. Um, I don't know much more about this band other than I'm I'm excited to hear more. Yeah, you sent it my way and I really liked it too. I didn't, I had never heard them before either. Audio Karate is uh, is the next one I've been listening to. Outra? Mm-hmm. Outra? What do you think that is? It's Outra. Outra. All right. You know, I don't. No, I don't. I'm usually the worst at it. I don't know why we're taking my, my advice. <laughs> why not? You seem confident. Yes. Yeah, it's my new thing. I'm just going to be confident all the time. This was a surprise release for me. Uh, even more surprising is that it's a collection of rare and unreleased material that spans the history of the band, which I wasn't aware of. But when I read that, I thought, oh, yeah, I remember Mike talking about this, that it was coming. So I'm guessing you were less surprised than I was. Yeah, to be I knew it was coming and like one of the members had actually Instagram messaged us about it. And then when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this sounds good. And then I, then I heard one of the songs. I'm like, I think I've heard this song before on a comp oh. or something. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, they're all, re- I think they're re-recorded though. I have to yeah, look it's into- gotta be. Yeah, it it's gotta be. Yeah, it sounds re-recorded and like, or remixed or something. Well, because even more surprising is it sounds like a complete record. Like it doesn't sound like a B-side sampler. It doesn't sound no, not like at all. it like one of those kind of throwaway records that are never good. Like it's really good. I really like this band. It's it's weird because I years ago they were just like a kind of one or two song band that I heard on comps and stuff. Yeah. And like you you kind of got me back into them. And I I just they're a really solid band and their albums got better. Actually, all of their albums are like pretty solid front to back like and which and each one matured quite a bit like they didn't write the same album over and over again but not enough that were like we're like oh it's a completely different band right it doesn't alienate the listener yeah it's it's still the same band but that said like listening to this i would have never known it was an audio karate record had i not like seen the cover or had somebody said this is audio karate like it doesn't sound like their other stuff which is odd because it spans their whole the the whole history of of the band that said it does kind of um it does kind of explain some of those mcr vibes that i was catching throughout that record which i really liked but like definitely were they're, they're there yeah i see it this has got to be the best album of that sort though you know like of of that kind of b-sides um or those those rarities or whatever yeah i thought you were going to say more about no that, yep but, uh, i'll move <laughs> uh my my third record that i've been listening to uh proper the great american novel have you heard this one yet mike i haven't listened yet i was looking forward to listening to it and i had a, i had a little bit of a stressful week so i didn't get to check it out because it just came out last week right it did it's yeah. it's hot off the presses 
Um, Are you digging it? I'm I'm loving it. Like we just talked about this band in the last episode. Um, this album is such a progression. It's uh, it's got that continued storytelling narratives um, that seem to you know come from personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, this record's got similar songwriting and you know at least at its at, at its base level. Um, but this album is definitely an evolution for this band. Um, third release and stands out. Um, you know, beyond the other two for sure. Um, like it still sounds like proper, um, but like on a new level with, with more confidence behind it. And really like there's something for everybody on this, like the, the soundscape of it is, is varied for sure. And though the songs are really different, um, they have that, that, like that vibe, that feel that's very intrinsic to the band. Um, I would say it's just, it's much more layered. It's more full sounding, more diverse. And like just the overall songwriting feels much more expansive on this record. Yeah. I was going to ask you, I, I, you could see the direction on the last album that they were headed to maybe like less quote unquote punk rock pop emo stuff to more like uh indie rock or like polished sort of sound. But like keeping the roots. So I was just curious totally. if, they, if they, I'm guessing they expanded on that even more so, like became more of like a mature, again, quote unquote mature band. Yeah. Like it's, there's, there's a lot going on on this record. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's a great record. It's one of those ones that it just keeps piquing your interest the more you go through it, which also happens with another brand new record, Pop the Unraveling of Pop the Band. Um, this one kind of surprised me. Uh, I feel like it's it's a return out of the EP um, to that pop sound and style that I really like. Um, there is absolutely no doubt that this is a pop record, but it still brings a lot of newness. I I, I don't know if you got that same vibe from it as well. Uh, yeah. I if I'll be honest, the last few pop albums have kind of like slowly progressed to me not liking it them as much. Right. Uh, and this caught me off guard too. Like, it's awesome. It's a great front to back album. Like, I don't know if there's a single on there that stands out. Like, did anything like stand out where you're like, oh, like I could listen to just that track? I felt like it's like a big, it's like an album, which is cool. It's an album for sure. And I think Pup does that. Like, I think a lot of their albums are are albums. Like, they're made as albums, mm-hmm. not as sing- a collection of singles. Um. I don't know. It just, it feels multi-styled. Um, it's crisper production than I think they've ever had. Um, more polished songs, but like not overdone. I was expecting it to be more polished, to be honest. That's, I think that's what maybe caught me off guard is I kind of expected it to be polished and like ready for that pitchfork crowd. Yeah. And it's, it's still like edgy enough that I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this piano thread. And I think that's kind of what, makes it feel like an album too is that that piano thread that kind of runs through which i really like um it definitely still has that controlled chaos that is you know part of the pop sound and that is what i've been listening to michael you kept it to four i thought i was expecting a long one here because of the break no this is this is how i'm doing it it's only four from now on four is the key four is the key it's the key all right do you want to hear what i had to listen to i do i do well, I didn't have to listen to it. I chose to listen to it, I guess. Had to listen to is kind of a <laughs> negative connotation, hey? <laughs> this was the torture I had. Uh, what was I listening I've been listening to a lot, but uh, four that stood out to me were, one was Trophy Jump 
and nice. the album feels they're uh, I, i've spoke a little bit about them they're from croatia this is a giant leap from their other albums like huge leap i i won't be surprised if they start getting a little bit more hype in the punk rock world because of this one it's got uh they've matured a lot they do ironically sound a little bit like pop yeah i, I get that it's really good i love this album that, that song hugs on drugs is so good yeah it's really good I've listened to it front to back numerous times. Oh, cool. Big progression from, huge, from the album before. Like huge progression, yeah. yeah. Another one was a band called Ravagers. They're from uh, Baltimore, and they've got like that 70s punk rock and roll sound, kind of like the Biters and, and bands like that. Uh, the album's called Badlands. Really good, just front to back energy album. Uh, a band called Disaster Forecast, and the album's called How to Skate Everything. Um, to be honest, I just checked it out because the artwork is amazing and it's an homage <laughs> to how to clean everything. Oh, nice. Uh, they're from the UK, play like melodic skate punk with a little bit more tech to it. So it's a little bit edgier, a little bit metalier. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that metalier. I, I don't know that I can allow that word, Mike. No, no. not <laughs> a little bit more metal. <laughs> there you go. Just simplify it. Just, just cut it down. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's only three tracks, but I, I would like to hear more from them. Uh, last one is, uh, a band called Redeemon and it's their self-titled EP and they are described as a metal ska band. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of sounds like a joke. And to be honest, when I read that, I was like, this band's going to be a joke. And like, they might have some <laughs> funny songs and it was going to be like over the top, like metal. Like I assumed it was going to be mocking metal. Right. Uh, but no, they're, they're serious. And they, they kind of remind me of Link 80. Like, you know how huh. Link 80 has like those hard, like hardcore breakdowns and the horns are used in like that sort of way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, and they, that's what they do. And they're really good. Uh, it's a really legit EP. And the more I listen to it, the more I love it. <laughs> like, huh. it's a weird, it's a weird jo- couple of genres to combined. Combined? Yeah. I, Fuck, I'm, I can't speak today. Sorry, mate. <laughs> combined. <laughs> Combined in the medley. <laughs> I would love to see just who turns up to a show like that. Yeah, it'll right? be, like, that would be just... an interesting crowd. Because <laughs> they do have like, like the vocals get very metal-like and like not not like power metal or like glam rock metal, like metal metal. Right. And the riffs are heavy. But it's all so good. where does the ska fit in? Like, is it just horns? Or no, there's upstrokes they... and it's like... Wow. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's a neat sound. Huh. I, I Like, those are two groups I just I can't it's more of a see ska, coming together. It's more of a ska core than like third wave ska or something. But like like I said, like Link 80 or Suicide Machines, like, you know how they've got like right. that edge to them, but... It's like, yeah. All right. Interesting. And yeah, that's it. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Let's move on. And I'm going to learn to speak by the end of this uh, podcast. <laughs> you think? No, probably not. No, I don't think Too so. Too much time alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll do this in person next time. Yeah, what do you think? this was supposed maybe. to be the one, but then, you know. This was supposed to be the one. They just keep hitting us with more waves. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's start the list, Mike. I'm curious about your Easter eggs. The Easter egg list. I kind of went with... I would say the majority of my list is is 
pretty surface level. It's it's songs within songs. So not like covers, but like, mm-hmm. you know, where a song just goes in a in, into a nod, a, a very brief, but like, a, hey, I know that. I feel like we kind might have some a, overlaps here. Oh, this could be the one? This could be the one. Well, let's see if the first one no, is we'll just play Hotel Mike. California. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> And strawberry fields. <laughs> like, if of all the bands, I just can't see the Eagles as part of the satanic panic. Oh, yeah. You see it? You see it? They were just, he was on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first one comes from a band that was on the Honest Dawn's record label. Okay. Back in 2001. And funny, this band always kind of reminded me of another Honest Dawn's uh, band, which was Limp. Um, This is not Limp. This band I thought was kind of a one and done band. Um, But I found out today that this album, that this song is from, was on their fifth release. (laughs) (laughs) So not one and done. And after this album, they went on to do two more. I've only ever heard this album. Uh, the band's called Inspection 12. Uh, it's off the album In Recovery. And the song is called Great Scott. So you can imagine where the Easter egg comes into this song. Maybe you you know the song right away. You know what, Nathan? Uh, I don't know the song at all. I know the band because they have an awesome song on one of the Honest Dawn comps. And it's like so good but i never found the band or checked them out or anything and i would just assume they were just like one of those bands that got shoved on a comp right no they had a record on honest dons crazy um so the first time the egg appeared in this song out of nowhere i was just completely taken aback uh because it just all of a sudden shifts into this string arrangement uh that goes to the back to the future theme song so instrumentally and sonically just completely unexpected but it was done so well um i think this band had some like yellow card connections so maybe that's who the violinist is on this um <laughs> that's a big stretch <laughs> so so you hear this back to the future you know just soundscape come on that's like just so familiar um and so um ear catching and nostalgic and all those things uh, and then at the end of the song, they cap it off with just like a gang vocal of the power of love. Nice. <laughs> just for no reason other than maybe they were recording that as a, as a cover for something else. And they just thought, oh, we'll just throw this at the end of Great Scott. Love me some I just watched. I just watched Back to the Future 3 the other day. Three. And. Yeah, I've I've become a fan of three, and I hate westerns. Yeah, but I've become a fan of three as I've gotten older. Well, we'll have to discuss this in our in our group friend chat. There's <laughs> one person who's very strong on the three. I I, I wouldn't say I'm. I, I think two's still my favorite. May, I don't know. One and two are really close. One's way. Um, one's like one's light years ahead of both of them. Light years. I, light years. Two's wow. just like. Two is like fun because you're like, oh, I want to think what the future is going to look like. But like one's a way better, like movie wise. Two is fun when you were a kid because you were like, oh, crap, a hoverboard. Jaws is coming out in 3D. <laughs> Biff's gambling. Goldie Wilson. I'm excited to hear that song. I'm a, I honestly thought that was a one song band. That's hilarious. 
This is gonna and be like uh, this is gonna be like uh, rocket, rocket from, from, the, from crypt. the crypt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, my first one is one by a band that we've talked about a lot, but it's uh, it makes sense with a punk rock podcast. The band is No Use for a Name. Excellent song is Beth. Excellent. As you probably know, I'm an unapologetic Kiss fan, so I was as I know. <laughs> so I was pretty stoked that New Fan covered. Uh, a Kiss song. Uh, it's kind of weird. Kiss is a band that when they get covered, usually the, the covers suck. <laughs> like they do. There's like very few, like you think with a band as prolific as Kiss, whether you like them or not, there would be some good covers. But generally the covers are either ridiculously like, like a caricature of the song. Right. Or they're just, too true to the song so it just kind of sounds like you're like well i might as well just listen to kiss or this is right this is there's not a lot you can do with them sometimes right maybe that's that's the thought maybe do you like the the boss tones version of detroit Rock yeah like City? that's a good one yeah that's interesting um but yeah there's just like there's not a lot of really good kiss covers and you think there'd okay. be some in there anyway uh new fans version of bath is awesome so what is the easter egg you ask <laughs> i think it's a homage to something that I also love and I won't apologize for, and that is teen drama shows. Amazing. So um, I love that that song rips into the 90210 theme song. <laughs> I was trying to figure out which... So I knew it was New Fan, and I, I was certain that they did it, but I couldn't find it, mm -hmm. and I couldn't think of it. But I was looking for that one. What, what's, what album's that on? See, I was getting confused, too, because in my head, it was always on Making Friends. Mm. But digitally, it's not on Making Friends. Oh, so I should have really gone, went to look. But it's on the the covers album that they released later on. Amazing. So the covers one, I think, is a little bit different. I have to. Oh, somebody will call me out on it. Sure, I'm sure. But this one goes from Beth to Nine O Two and O to Soulmate, which is how it originally was. Right, and then into Gene and Paul. I hate you most of all, which is. <laughs> A song they do in the live album so i don't know if they re-recorded it or if it was always that way and i just forgot like it's been huh. a while since i've listened to the secret track on making friends <laughs> fair enough <laughs> you don't pull out the cd often enough not as much as i should inspection 12 great scott and no use for a name beth
feeling loose are you feeling loose now that we're through number one well if people are still listening i will try to get better at speaking in segues as this <laughs> podcast goes on today <laughs> uh my second pick mike is uh we're gonna go up from honest dons and then we're gonna go to the next level which is fat records all right so from honest dons to fat records it's like hanging out at the cousin you sort of like and then you got to go see the, your favorite uncle <laughs> right exactly like that okay exactly like that I feel like there's a story in there. Is there a story in there? No, it's no? just the just personality. How you feel. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, the band is Pears. It's mm-hmm. off their self-titled record, uh, which I still think is a completely underrated record. The song came in hot and like, I don't know. I feel like the, the fanfare was limited and, and fleeting. Um, I think this is still my favorite album by Pears. Uh, the song is called Dial Up. Um, this song very much points to a time and they pull from the pop culture of that time to litter this song with eggs. Ooh. 
It's diarrhea eggs. It's like the eggs com- everywhere. It's like a community egg hunt. You know, like yeah. they make it for like little kids so like everyone can find one. <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to even know what an Easter egg is you to find, find one it. in this song. All Absolutely. Right. All right. Absolutely. So the eggs, they're not direct covers or really even bits of covers, but more obvious nods. It's it's the neon two big size Easter egg sitting there that even the two-year-old came across. Um, the pop songs of the time, again, pop songs of the time. So you got a little nod to Mambo number five, but they call it Mambo number six. Hold on. I don't think Mambo number five was the pop song of the time when this Pairs album came out. No, no, no. It's not about when the Pairs album came out. They're taught the so the oh. song's called Dial Up. Oh, okay. Which is a very oh, much okay. of a time. Okay, I apologize. Not the time that this album came Man, out. And I'm gonna come off like an idiot in this episode. Hey? That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. They can't all the be real, bangers, Mike. The real me's coming out, hey. <laughs> All right, so we got Mambo number five. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't characterize it well enough. So maybe it's good you brought it up. Maybe I wasn't listening. M- maybe <laughs> others were having that same question in their mind. Uh, Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. There's a little 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 nod in there to to that as well. The Macarena. Also, it's the dance craze that swept the nation. <laughs> um, but yeah, this song is just—it's a banger of a song, and. The first time I heard it, it was just like you're being assaulted by, I don't know, was that early 2000s, late 90s? No, early 2000s? I feel like it's late 90s. Like, I feel like some of this stuff was going on when we were in high school. Maybe. I don't know when it was, but... uh, It was a time. (laughs) It was a time. (laughs) Yeah. Very specific time. Yeah. yeah, That's a specific time. That's a weird time, actually, for music. It It is. I was describing to someone someday and it was like, it's like every genre melted together in this weird thing of where like, you didn't know what was pop and what wasn't <laughs> like, there's yeah. like a little bit of everything in, in all that stuff. It was like adult contemporary meets pop meets boy bands meets country. But there were, yeah, there were some hip hop parts and there was like, some alternative parts. It was it was all over the place. And there was like rave kind of made a way into there. And like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of weird stuff going on in that late night. It was 90s. wild. It was a wild, wild time. Yeah, it really was. Not enough backward songs, though. Do you have a backward song for your second pick, Mike? No, I don't. I wish. Uh, I know. I really blew well, it. Well, what is your what is your second pick then? Nathan, my second pick is a band called Midtown. Do you like Midtown? Oh, or do you hate I Mid- do. Do you? I, I like Midtown, and I, I think we're experiencing a crossover here, but I'm going to let you do it anyways. Uh, the band, or the album is Save the World, Lose the Girl. Which is a hero's nod, I think. Oh, yeah, it is probably. I didn't, no, this would have been came before Heroes, probably. I don't think so. I think so. I think, I think Heroes was like early 2000s, late um, late '90s, and I think this album came out in 2001. Oh, crazy! Uh, I always really like this album. I'm not like I know people like their the albums after a lot more, but this one always stuck with me more than all the other ones. Like this uh, one's more raw. It's less polished. It's less poppy. It's more of like that emo of the time. Yeah, that that's just it. It's like yeah, it's the, of that vagrant records emo of the time. Totally. Uh 
So keeping with my last one, the Easter egg involves a kiss song. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> sort of. The song is such a person. Just at the very end of the song, it goes into God gave rock and roll to you. Most people would know would think this is a Kiss song, uh, and it's probably more memorable from Kiss and not the original, which is an Argent song. So, yeah, I had to pick it. Uh, I'm gonna guess Midtown was channeling Gene and Paul. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a great song. Love the end part of it. Love this album. Um, did you see that they're doing a reunion tour as well? I did not see that. They are, and they have a. Uh, it's a pretty cool poster for it. It's the one of their albums and they're all like skeletons in it, which I thought was funny because they're probably old like us. For some reason, I feel like they're from Canada, but they're not from Canada, right? They're not Canadian. All right. Great pick though. Thank you. Excellent pick. Pairs dial up and Midtown, such a person. Thank you, Nathan. (laughs) I never lost my self-control.
Well, as we know, I don't I don't list an audible. If if it comes down to to a crossover, I'm willing to accept the crossover and I I think I've only accepted it once before in 78 episodes and tonight's another crossover. Midtown's such a person <laughs> was uh was my next pick, was my number 3. Oh wow. I thought yeah. I was I thought I was getting sneaky with that one to be honest. Did you? Yeah. No, I I instantly fell in love with this song the first time I heard um it it break down into God gave rock and roll to you. Um which is arguably maybe even shamefully one of my favorite Kiss songs. Um shamefully is right. <laughs> it's so cheesy but I just I love it. And I think I was first introduced to that song by uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan. You might know them as Wild Stallions. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where I first heard that song in, in 1991. That's where it comes from. Did they do it just for that soundtrack or was it on an album previous to that? Because that's an old song, right? Like that's No, that's not an old Kiss song. It's an old song. No, no, it's, it's an old Argent an song. an old Argent song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they but, did it for Bill and Ted's. Oh, they did? Yeah. Do you know that's Eric Carr's last song he did with them? I didn't know that. He was dying and he still came and did the video. Really? Yep. I I, I didn't know that. I think it's on Revenge, maybe. I don't know. They did put it on an album eventually? I I think it's on Revenge. Maybe not. I don't even know. I the later that the last the like last little bits of Kiss are all kind of like You've, as much of a fan as I am of theirs, this kind of blends together. And crap. but is ninety one a last little bit? Well, <laughs> <laughs> come on, they're still going now. The original last little bit. That's not even the original. Like you and I saw them in what ninety eight, and it was all original members. Yeah, but but God gave rock and roll is like Eric Carr and if I had to guess, Bruce Kulick. Well, you do have to guess. Yeah, I think it's Bruce Kulick on that one. Let's let's take a maybe a little bit of time now that we have now, now that we've got a little bit of a void in the podcast to to talk about Kiss, Mike. Maybe a little a little history, if you will. Nathan, no one wants to hear about Kiss. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. Maybe they want to hear you a little what? bit about it. I'll tell you. I'll give you an opinion about Kiss. When I All was right. a kid, Gene was my favorite. Then it became Ace. Because Ace is cool, but Ace is a really tragic figure, and in, and I always used to like laugh at Paul Stanley. But now that like I'm older, Paul Stanley is legit. He's awesome. <laughs> he's he's the most positive guy. <laughs> and so he's, he's like, your favorite now. He's my favorite. He wrote some of the best songs, and he's like, if you follow him on Twitter or anything like that, he's like a pretty positive guy. Huh. And he's hilarious because he's totally like an old guy on Twitter. Like people take a shot at him, like. He has this thing called the Paul something about the Soul Station. Him, he does like soul music with a group of people. They do soul covers in L.A. or something like that. And they released an album. And there's some Twitter, er, some Twitter troll that calling him kept calling it the Paul Stanley shit station. And Paul lost his mind and was like, "You don't know what you're talking about. Do you know who I am? I'm Paul Stanley. I will have you doxxed. I have so many fans that will come and find you. Amazing. <laughs> and like." Whenever people make fun of him or take cheap shots at him, he loses his mind. Like, he can't handle it. It's hilarious. The amount of confidence that Paul Stanley has is amazing. If I could have, like, 1% of his confidence. Right. I don't think he cares what anyone thinks, but he also sort of apparently does. Yeah. (laughs) Enough to defend it, but he's, I don't know. 
he's uh he, he's pretty rad. Ace is Ace isn't and Gene's Gene. <laughs> and Peter's a bum. So I'm gonna for well, I it's not really a forfeit. I mean, we could listen to the song again, but I think we'll we'll skip that. Mike, what was your third pick? The first and only time we've ever just played one song. Uh okay. So my third pick is Jimmy World. Excellent. Songs a praise chorus. Okay. So there's a couple Easter eggs in this one. Okay. Do you know any of them? No. This no? is this is news to me. And okay. I mean, this is my my favorite Jimmy World album. Okay. So first would be that there's guest vocals from Davey from The Promise Ring. Okay. And it has a bunch of nods to songs in there. So it's it mentions Our House by the Madness. Okay. It mentions Why Did We Ever Meet by The Promise Ring, Rock and Roll Fantasy by Bad Company, Motley Crue Kickstart My Heart. Amazing. And there's a few others in there. And there's they take lines from those songs in there. And then the, the big Easter egg is probably the use of Crimson and Clover in the chorus. Oh, right. Right. Which pulls it all together and it pulls all those things in there. So is that the intention of that song is to like praise all these other yeah i think it I th- choruses like is it that literal i think so huh and then i think having davy on there doing that part is also a part of that right like the influences to them i think it's about songs so mind blown mike well done you got a kiss lesson yeah and uh, a little bit about uh, a praise chorus it's been an unbelievable segment uh midtown such a person and <laughs> did you say that just to troll me <laughs> yeah uh jimmy Eat world a praise chorus Someone's 
I'm still kind of in shock because, I mean, when we started doing this podcast 78 episodes ago, I I thought there, we're going to cross over all the time. And then as time went on, I realized, well, though we like a lot of the same music, our tastes are a little bit different. And um, we both kind of approach the topics a little bit differently. And we didn't cross over at all, really. I think one other time. And now tonight, it seems like such a shock because it's 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 not been the status quo, Mike. I feel like there was a, a small phase where you tried to cross over with me. <laughs> that sounds about right. But yeah, it's it's weird that, I mean, we're picking five. I mean, five songs is not that many songs. So I guess in each genre, you can think about it a little bit different. So maybe, maybe this not- one's more specific. I don't know. Yeah, I took some low-hanging fruit here, so... I don't know that it's low-hanging. See, I thought the Midtown one was not low-hanging. Thought that was a deep cut. Yeah, I thought that was a deep cut, because I just don't feel like that's an album that gets a lot of love. I, I don't think it's a band that gets a, a lot of love. Are they? You th- you think they are? I think they had some, some like, popularity with that second album, but it would have been, like, by that time, I would have been, like, it would have been, like, in the Fallout Boy range. Like, right. Of... of that kind of music and I probably was not caring as much. Right. Yeah, that first album is is a really good album. Yeah, Just Rock and Roll. Is the song called Just Rock and Roll or whatever? Or Rock and Roll? I love that song. Whatever it's called. I must not love it enough to know its name. <laughs> uh, my fourth pick is uh, a band called the Jukebox Romantics. Do you know the band, Mike? I do. A little bit. Only because of you. Because of me. Yeah. You know a lot of the good stuff because of me. Uh, this is off their album, Sleep Walk Me Home, that came out in 2017. The song is called Buried with Children. And this is another song that inserts an absolute banger from your parents, or maybe now your own record collection. Um, I instantly recognize this little, this little egg, this little insert, because of my fondness for the song and the album that this egg comes from. Um. There's there's also a lyrical nod, if you, if you will, uh, to the police in the beginning of this song, but it's it's barely a yolk, let alone an egg. So I'm not <laughs> even really going to talk about it. It's a crab. Is it a Cadbury cream egg? It's it's not. All right. No, it's not. Do you like Cadbury cream eggs? I feel like there's a lot of. Uh, it's that's a divide. That's a divisive topic. The Cadbury cream egg. Are you a, are you a cream egg guy or not? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you don't strike me as a cream egg guy. Nah, I, I liked them yeah. when I was a kid, but I think I liked the idea of it, but no. You don't, you can't The commercial got it? to me when they had a, a the bark, bunny bark, as, bark, a, bark, as a, bark, as a chicken. Bark, 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 bark. Yeah. 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 Um, well, that's sad. They have a Cadbury cream, um, what's the, uh, McDonald's version of, uh, Blizzards? Blizzard? McDonald's is the Blizzard. No, um, no. McFlurry. McFlurry, yeah, um, which is not as good as the Blizzard, but no, they have not. a they have a Cadbury cream egg, one of those right now. That's a longstanding debate in our group of friends. It is, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna throw it out there because um, it's. If it's you have the a hot truth. take on it, take it. Send us in. <laughs> yeah, response. can't can't wait. It's can't been a wait. 20 year debate. <laughs> so back to the song. Uh, the song that gets referenced is "You Can Call Me Al" from Paul Simon's album graceland um it's just such an odd 
<laughs> just such an odd throw. Like none of this song has anything to do with Paul Simon or Graceland or that song. You could call me Al. And then just there it is. And I remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, I know that I know that. And I felt like really special that I knew that, that little you got that part little... of that song. Yeah. But that's, pro- it's, it's one of my favorite Paul Simon songs as well. Do you know that song, Mike? You I do can call know, me Al. I do know the song. Do you know that album, Graceland? Are you a fan of the Paul Simon Graceland album? You know, I'm not. Why uh, not? I mean, I like it. It's just, uh, I guess my my parents didn't listen to Paul Simon or Simon and Garfunkel, so like, I just had it. The songs I know are based off of like later in life or off listening to old oldies radio as a kid. Okay. So, so like I do like that song. I just don't love them the way that I think they should probably be loved or like the respect that they get. I don't I don't they just don't they don't hit for me the same way. They I, just don't do it less, for you. A little less nostalgia there for me. All right. All right. But I got nothing against them. All right. Hey, I, I don't think Paul Simon's listening. I don't, you think, don't he's think he's so? gonna be too concerned about whether or not you like him. Well, I can't say the word person, so <laughs> I don't think Paul's <laughs> Paul, I don't think Paul Stanley or Paul Simon care. <laughs> a lot of Pauls in this group. Too Fuck many Pauls. Too many Pauls. Fuck you, Paul. And Paul McCartney's dead. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Car crash. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mike, did you make a selection for number four? I did make a selection. Excellent. And, and when I said that I didn't pick a sound clip, I lied. Because <laughs> this is a sound clip. That sounds about right. Because I'm a liar. <laughs> to be honest, I just forgot that I picked the sound clip until I looked at my notes now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a sound clip. Anyway, the beauty of it is that I listened to this song for a long time without ever catching the sound clip. Really? And yeah, which is embarrassing, but also made it that much better <laughs> when I finally clicked in. I think I even texted you the day that I discovered it. Amazing. The band is Lost Love. Okay. It's Glenn's spaghetti legs. Yes. And you're very excited about yeah. this. How did I not know that the sound clip is Danzig getting punched? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's that's something that you should yeah, have like, known. I legitimately instantly. watch that clip on a on a regular basis too. Yeah, How I never yeah. noticed this. Like one of my things I do when I'm in a bad mood is I watch Danzig clips on YouTube, like his interviews. <laughs> Or things like that, because he's so ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the song's rad. I love this band. They uh, And this is just hilarious. So, it's like, the, in fairness, the sound clip's like very quiet. I wish they would have upped it a little bit. But now that I know, know it, I hear it all the time. So, Well, that's it, the egg of it, Mike. Yeah. If, if they upped it a little bit, everyone would know. Yeah, this is, this is like the Easter egg that you find like, Two months after, yeah, two months it's after, the one you're that like the vacuum finds. You're like, oh wow, weird. <laughs> but you eat it anyways, because even getting sick by it, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it, go watch Danza get punched out. It's pretty fucking hilarious. I'm glad that you found this because I feel like it it completes you a little bit more as the person I know you to be. Yes. Yeah. Are you gonna go see Lost Love? Uh, we'll see. I'm still really nervous about going to shows yeah that's fair so it's it's this week right uh no i think it's next week and i don't want to get sick 
for the Hot Water Music Menzinger show. That's like, that's how I'm living my life now, like trying to make it to the thing where I'm like, I hope I don't get sick by the time this is happening. And maybe I just shouldn't go so I don't get sick. Yeah, you know, live life in a bubble. Well, the beauty is that Lost Love is playing the night before the Hot Water Menzo show. So you won't even know if you're sick. Sick and then get other not know yeah yeah it's true exactly it's what maybe i will maybe maybe i will go we'll see you say buried or buried oh, which one do you like buried it drives me buried? nuts when people say buried i feel like yeah that's the right way to say it though buried? i said it earlier buried yeah so i've had this debate my, sis- right, my sister let's have it my again. sister agrees with you it is the proper way to say it yeah it's like lieutenant right like but i think it's like a i feel like it's british english well, we do subscribe to some British English. We got a mismatch here. <laughs> yeah, we we sure do. We sure do. There's a lot of also, influences. Why am I even commenting on this? Again, I couldn't say the word person. <laughs> I was just curious what you thought. You want to make me sound super dumb. <laughs> jukebox romantics buried with buried? Buried. The jukebox romantics buried with children and Lost Love, Glenn Spaghetti Legs.
thank you to everyone who's been listening, supporting our podcast. Again, sorry for the missed episode. Thanks for sticking with us. It really does mean a lot. Thank you for all the positive comments that we get. Um, it's always cool when we get it. Someone random that sends us a message saying that they just picked up the podcast or something like that makes Nate smile. I don't really care that much, but it makes Nate smile and that makes me smile. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, if you're interested, check us out on our webpage, uh, highfives.ca or visit our socials, which is linked there. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. If you follow us on Instagram every Friday, we pick an album for you to check out from our collection. So at very least that's worth checking out. Uh, you can say hi or join us in our WhatsApp group. If you're interested, we debate stuff like why Kiss is better than you probably think they are. If you listen on iTunes, give us a nice rating, If even if you're about to lie to us. Anyway, in general, thank you for listening. Thanks for indulging our hobby. Uh, Nate, do you have anything else you want to add before we get going? Um, I do not have anything else to add. You're a real winner. Thanks. How do you feel like this one went? Do you feel like it fell a little bit flat? I feel like maybe it fell a little bit flat. It might have been flat. It might have just been me not being able to speak. <laughs> or maybe it's because we sat on these picks for a month. Like, maybe that's it. Like it doesn't feel fresh in our head. Maybe that's it. So we started the episode with no use for a name. We're going to end the episode with no use for a name. I actually thought that the 90210 thing appeared on this song, but it doesn't. And I was a little bit disappointed. And that's what led me down the rabbit hole of, well, what song is it? And when you said no use for a name at the beginning, I'm like, there it is. Pick one. And we're already crossing over. We've already crossed the streams. The thing, the one thing they told us not to do. <laughs> we're doing it. Uh, but fortunately, you went with Beth. I went with an actual secret song after. Well, I guess the other one is an actual secret song, too, isn't it? It's it's a so. fast forward. Yeah. I feel like this one this one shows up after exit on Leche con carne um about 6 minutes and 35 seconds is where where this little medley pops up. Do you know this medley, Mike? I do. So this is a little bit of a shift from the rest of the list for me because of the fact that this is a secret song. Uh, something that's completely lost, as we talked about, with the absence of physical printing and music. This little medley is is what inspired our band at one point to do a little medley. I, I love it. I think this is this is great. This may be, it could arguably be the greatest secret track ever made. That's a lie. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on it. Uh, it's got just what I needed the cars it's got words missing persons the metro space oddity mickey my sharona we're not gonna take it hit me with your best shot and a little bit of walk this way just to just to just to ruin things finish it <laughs> off <laughs> that's harsh words to aerosmith man uh, I don't, I'm not a big Aerosmith guy. You you don't seem like you like this pick at all. You seem let no, down I, I by do this like, pick. I do like this pick. I'm just bugging you. All right. You just seemed excited, so I wanted to... I was excited. I, thought, <laughs> I, was I like excited. to make you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's what real friends do, right? That is what real friends do. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, that's how friendships are forged, Mike. Okay. I'm leaving the stage now. <laughs> it's your turn to solo. So... 
This one is maybe a leap for an Easter egg. Elite. A leap. Oh, like a, a jump, leap. Like a stretch. Right. A stretch. I thought you were just like boasting about your pick. <laughs> like fucking elite. This is the this is most the amazing. The <laughs> this is the cream in the Cadbury oh, Easter yeah. egg. <laughs> yeah, it's the cream of the crop. Um. <laughs> anyway, it's a leap. But let's see if I can walk my way through an explanation here. Which So braggy already. Yeah, fuck. The band is We Are The Union. The song is You're Dead slash Vampire Ska. Okay. Uh, it's from a TV show that I love called What We Do In The Shadows. And it's the theme song. And it's a cover of that, uh, which is a song by a person named Norma Tango. And... Uh, but like my previous song, it busts into another song called Vampire Ska, which is a nod to an episode where there's a ska band playing a frat party that, that Nadia attends with a girl she turned into a vampire. I also learned that is an actual ska song called Vampire Ska by a band called Horny Toad, which is the epitome of a third wave ska band name. <laughs> what? I'm completely lost. You're going to have to take walk walk back a couple of okay. steps here. <laughs> Band. We are the union. That's that's where we all like. We are the union. Right? We can agree. We all like the band. We are the union. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Great next. band. TV show. What we do in the shadows. Got it. Do you watch it? No. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's one of the best shows on TV. Theme song for what we do in the shadows is a song yeah. called "You're Dead" by Norma, and I believe her last name is Tanga. Okay. The start of the song is a cover of that theme song, You're Dead. The start of the We Are the Union song. Yes. All right. It transitions. Of the theme song for the TV show. Yes. Transitions into a song called Vampire Ska. Okay. In one of the episodes of What We Do in the Shadows, the main character, Nadia, had just turned a girl into a vampire and they are at a frat party. There is a ska band playing at this party, which is what I assume this is always about, the Vampire Ska song. However, as I was doing a little bit of research for this episode, I found out that is a real ska song by a band called Horny Toad. (laughs) Okay. And I would say that the band name Horny Toad is the epitome of a third wave ska band name. Like, it's just like so bad, but very. There's just a bunch of bands. Sorry, that's wrong because I'm making fun of third wave ska. I love third wave ska, but there's that element of third wave ska where someone would call their band Horny Toad. Right. And we all know. Let's just make the joke worse let's just let's make it fingers at ourselves let's make it a joke when it shouldn't be a joke right right does this all make sense i think so i think this work is an easter egg but tie it back to we are the union now like where does the horny toad part come in with the we are the union have now covered the song you're dead transitioned it into vampire ska the video Yeah. yeah is about the show sort of they're all vampires in the show yeah that's 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 it that's that's I what think, i did here i think it's pretty elite mike yeah i think it's we broke uh, it down uh, yeah it was confusing as hell but like i think i've figured it out now 
What what album is this off of? It's just a single. Just a single. Yeah. Never on an album, just always on its own. Yep. But you don't know the show or the theme song from the show, which is no. very disappointing. Yeah, so it's not going to hit as hard for me. as It's not going to be as elite for me as it is for you. I, it I, will never have the same feeling for me that it does for you. I'm just disappointed. That's okay. I'm not That's, mad. I'm just disappointed. It's part of what this friendship is about, Mike. Disappointment? Yeah. Lowered expectations? Uh, no use for a name. And the secret track, the secret medley, and? We are the union, you're dead, vampire ska. Oh, yeah. Stay cool and be excellent to each other. I don't mind you coming in and wasting all my time.
dodge and sleep from the sound of their pain. Long gone, long gone, long gone, long gone and out of this world. Now your hope and compassion is gone. It's sold out your dream to the world. Stay dead, stay dead, stay dead. You're dead and out of this world. Their skin so white Fish their stockings and her monkey boots Red ladies got a jacket Parachute, she's a vampire She's a vampire Vampire scout Get out some garlic, put on a cross Only have sunlight that I stink through her heart She's a vampire She's a vampire She's a vampire Midtown, such a purse, purse, fuck, how can I can't say that word? Let's do it one more time. <sighs> Ready? Yep. <laughs> Pairs, dial up, and? Midtown, such a purse, <laughs> such a purse <laughs> person, <laughs> such, such a person, such, such a person. Okay. It's that it? ch and the s that you're struggling with. Such a Persian. Fuck. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how how much of a struggle this is. Person. This is fun to watch. Such a person. Such a pers- person. Person. Oh my God. Do you want me to do it? Yeah, you got to do this one. Sorry. All right. Apparently, I can't speak anymore. So, Nate, do you want to just tell them what song I picked? I'll do it. I'll do it. Here we go. <laughs> 